guys. Welcome back to the New Vision Podcast. My name is Grace Cathy and I serve with the worship ministry as the worship ministry assistant. We're going to be continuing in our Advent podcast today and we are on day 17 and our scripture today comes from Jeremiah 31 verse 31. I'm going to be reading from the ESV version and it says, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. And when I was reading through just the Advent like study portion of today, I really just wanted to read the full thing because there's so much good scripture that is mentioned in this. So I'm going to read the thing in its entirety. You can follow along if you want. We're going to be on page 89. It says, God is just and holy and separated from sinners like us. This is our main problem at Christmas and every other season. How shall we get right with a just and holy God? Nevertheless, God is merciful and has promised in Jeremiah 31, 500 years before Christ, that someday he would do something new. He would replace shadows with the reality of the Messiah, and he would powerfully move into our lives and write his will on our hearts so that we are not constrained from outside, but are willing from inside to love him and trust him and follow him. That would be the greatest salvation imaginable. If God should offer us the greatest reality in the universe to enjoy and then move in us to know the reality in such a great way that we can enjoy it with the greatest freedom and the greatest pleasure possible, that would be a Christmas gift worth singing about. That is, in fact, what he promised in the new covenant. But there was a huge obstacle, our sin, our separation from God because of our unrighteousness. How shall a holy and just God treat us sinners with so much kindness as to give us the greatest reality in the universe, his son, to enjoy with the greatest possible joy? The answer is that God put our sins on his son and judged them there so that he could put them out of his mind and deal with us mercifully and remain just and holy at the same time. Hebrews 9.28 says Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. Christ bore the sins in his own body when he died. 1 Peter 2.24 he took our judgment, which was referenced in Romans 8.3. He canceled our guilt, Romans 8.1. And that means our sins are gone, Acts 10.43. They do not remain in God's mind as the basis for condemnation. In that sense, he forgets them. And for this, you can reference Jeremiah 31.34. They're consumed in the death of Christ. This means that God is now free in his justice to lavish us with all the unspeakably great new covenant promises. He gives us Christ, the greatest reality in the universe, for our enjoyment. And he writes his own will, his own heart, on our hearts so that we can love Christ and trust Christ and follow him from the inside out with freedom and joy. When I'm reading through this, I actually, if you don't know me, I get the joy of serving our Buchanan students as the worship leader here every Wednesday night. And I'm actually recording this in my car right now, if we're being honest. Um, and I just got off from leading worship for our students over here. We we're singing a song called Son of Suffering. And when I was about to sing the song, I referenced from Isaiah 53, verses 3 through 5. I'm going to read this in NLT. It says, He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole and he was whipped so we could be healed. And honestly, when we think about Christmas, I think sometimes we just get so excited about the birth of Jesus, which is why we're celebrating. But I think we get so excited in the baby form of Jesus that we forget the why of why he was sent here, which was ultimately to bear our sins and bear it on the cross. And he was beaten for something he didn't do. And 
when in Jeremiah 31, 31, he says, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. He's saying, you know, you might not see it right now, but I'm going to be sending something that's going to be far better than what you can imagine. And it's going to be healing. It's going to create a covenant between me and you to where we can have this relationship. And ultimately that can't happen until Christ is fulfilling the full prophecy. Christ is there. He is just making this covenant covenant, sorry, come to fulfillment. And he is living and breathing with us here on earth, which is just so sweet. And it's also something that I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's kind of hard to wrap my mind around that God literally sent his son here in the form of a baby. And when you think about a baby, a baby has no clue what's going on, but yet the whole time he was our Messiah and he knew why he was being sent here. It was to create this new covenant. It was to be here and be with us and ultimately to bear our sins in his body. Like it was saying in our devotion today on page 90, where it's right before um, it says that, and then it's referencing first Peter two twenty four, And just thinking about the covenant and the greatest salvation imaginable, I think sometimes it's just hard to even wrap our minds around the fact that like someone would want to do that. Someone loves us so much that they would bear our sins and just take all of that upon themselves just so they can be with us forever. And that is honestly the greatest salvation we can ever think about. And I love where at the very beginning of this, it literally says God is just and holy and separated from sinners like us because he is separated. He's not, he's not here doing the same things that we're doing. He's not sinning, obviously. And so when he sent Jesus, he sent him here in the song that I just referenced, Son, Son of Suffering, literally it says he's walking on the dirt with you and me. Speaking about Jesus being here, he is literally walking and living out what we're living out. And he is getting put to every test imaginable. And he's coming out, he's persevering because he is perfect. He is the son of God. He is who we are trying to be like. He is the ultimate example. And like it said, he's just, he's holy And how shall we get right with a just and holy God? But honestly, when we just remember the gift of salvation and we remember just how pure that is to have a relationship like that where God loves us so much that he would do anything to be with us. That's just such a sweet reminder to me of what Christmas is all about. It is about giving. It is about being there and just being the feet of Jesus in every way imaginable and doing that and then knowing that because he was sent, we have the salvation so we can be with him and get to be an example of him to others. So I hope this encouraged you today. I hope that you have been enjoying this podcast and I hope that you will just join us again tomorrow as we continue our Advent series. Mm -hmm.